listening to the Business Building Rockstar Sessions with your host, Nicole Holland. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Business Building Rockstar Sessions. Today's episode is a clip from an upcoming Business Building Rockstar Summit 2016 session. I hope to whet your appetite with this and that you'll want to come hang out with us for the live event November 1st to 10th, where I'm bringing together business building rock stars from all over the world to teach about some of their favorite business building strategies and how you can apply them to your own business right away. Let's listen in to today's episode now. Hey there, welcome to the second annual Business Building Rockstar Summit. I'm your host, Nicole Holland, and I'm so thrilled to have you joining us here for this incredible value-packed 10-day online event where I've brought together top industry leaders who I personally respect and admire to share about some of their favorite business building strategies in order to help you build your business like a rock star. My friend Mark Moyni is on a mission to help coaches build stronger businesses. He has a passion for entrepreneurship, having started a number of businesses in his life and growing one to 100 employees. After becoming a coach, he saw the struggles that coaches face while trying to build their businesses, and he decided to do something about it. Mark launched Natural Born Coaches, which is a podcast that helps coaches grow their businesses, and he's also got a coaching program and a popular Facebook group called The Coaching Jungle. Mark frequently makes media appearances and is a contributor for entrepreneur.com, and I'm so excited to have Mark here to talk with us today about how to use coaching as a way of building your business. So, Mark, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, Nicole. For sure. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about what the heck is coaching for people who are like, what? I've heard of it. Like, well, is that like basketball or what's coaching? Today is a great day to do this interview because I was telling you before we started, I'm, I'm fighting off a cold, so everyone will have to bear with me. But talking about something that I actually enjoy so much, like coaching, hey, that's better than Neo Citron, right? Or whatever. So I'm glad we got to do this today. But if I conk out or something like that, you know, um, you'll have to forgive me. We'll, we'll reschedule. Definitely appreciate how you are such a trooper and you're, you're with us anyhow. The interesting thing with that question is you ask a hundred coaches, you're probably going to get a hundred different answers. What is coaching? And I think that we coaches tend to often overcomplicate it and we turn it into, I read in a book somewhere where we tend to turn into some mystical black art. It's kind of like using the force or something in star Wars. I look at coaching as helping people, uh, not anything that's uh, too crazy. So it's usually helping people, not so much like consulting where you're just telling them do this, do that, and so on. There's a lot more work going in on the client end, but you're asking questions that get them thinking about that, and you're helping lead them along the path or through the jungle, you know, so to speak, uh, just like the Facebook group. So, uh, but at the end of the day, that's how I, ca- I characterize coaching. I tell people not to worry too much about it. It's helping people. It's not anything too mystical, too magical, or anything like that. Cool. So how would one start implementing coaching if they're, say, a service-based business owner, maybe they are doing real estate, since that was your kind of wheelhouse before you were, were coaching. Let's talk about how somebody can start as a realtor or as um insurance agent or as a massage therapist or as anything that's service-based, how can we start using coaching as a piece of our, our marketing plan? Well, the cool thing is you don't have to 
leave whatever you're doing just to do the coaching full time. Although I do know people in different professions that um, became coaches for their field. So Andy Clark comes to mind. He's known as a wellness lawyer. He was a burnout lawyer, noticing that a lot of lawyers are dealing with what he is dealing through, stressed out, not getting enough sleep, eating like crap and so on. And he went fully into coaching to help specifically lawyers deal with that. And he's known as a wellness lawyer. So you could go the, the whole way like he did it. But I know a lot of them, that, especially real estate, you mentioned that are doing both. They're still keeping their license and selling and stuff, but then they're also doing the coaching and the speaking as well. Uh, the first step that you probably want to do to get started is, um, well, first of all, don't overthink it. I see a lot of people get worried like, oh my gosh, I got to get all these certifications. I guess spend years and you know, different schools and classes and so on, and nothing in certifications. There's some great ones out there, but you don't need certification. Here's my certification right back here. <laughs> it used to be a blank wall, now it's a poster. So I tell people that's um, that's what I have here on my end. I've never had a client say to me, hey, before I hire you and pay you, can you send over your certification? So uh, first step is to just jump in and do it. And you probably know a lot more about your field than you actually give yourself credit for. Once you start jotting things down, then you actually know a lot more than you think. And there's your start for your coaching business to get rolling. Okay, cool. So are there any frameworks or anything? I mean, do we, we can't, we can technically just go out and be like, okay, I'm a coach, but that's not effective. It doesn't really support people. So what do you need to kind of come up with before you start coaching? Is there, I mean, I imagine you want to have some outcomes that you're promising rather than just saying, I can help you. I can help you with life and I can just help you because I'm a person who wants to help you. Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways that you can help people too. So you have to decide, okay, how am I going to structure this? And is it going to be more one-on-one? -on -one? And if so, how often are we doing our sessions and what are we going to be doing? Or is it more, is it going to be a group component? And then you can get into things that are kind of a hybrid or a mix and you got online programs and membership sites and all this other stuff. So I always say to people, focus on one out of the gate. Don't try to take on everything because you know it's like, Nicole, I know how much work you've put into your summits and everything. And I'm sure you've pulled a few hairs out of your head over the years. Uh, if you go in and You're gray, but you just can't tell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I know. Um, I'm, I'm actually 19 years old. I look a lot older after, uh, you know, real estate and coaching. Uh, so, no, um, if you try to start with, uh, with everything, then you're going to get swamped and you're not going to get anything done. So, for me, I, when I started coaching, I've, I've been coaching for three years. It feels like a lot longer because I've crammed so much into going into my fourth year. But uh, I started with one-on-one, -on -one, which gets a really bad rap. Everyone's into the Tim Ferriss four-hour work week. Oh, don't do one-on-one because -on -one it doesn't give you the leverage and all that. But for me, I thought one-on-one, -on -one, it was great. You know, it got me started, got the revenues in, got the confidence going. And then I added other things onto it, my group programs, my on online programs. And, you know, I got some stuff coming out later this year as well. If I'd gone in and tried to do 10 different things coming out of the gate, I probably wouldn't be talking with you today. So decide what, how you're going to deliver on that. But at the end of the day, you're just, you're trying to decide on what results you want to get people. And then what's your best mode of delivery to get those results over to them. Cool. And what about um, like a format or formula? So rather than mode of delivery, um, forms and intake and all the stuff that you really need to be prepared for when you, when you get somebody working with you, like how do you, how do you do the coaching? How do you deliver rather than just um, are you working one-on-one -on -one or group or membership or so on? 
I like having a rough framework, but in all honesty, you're not going to be able to completely plan out the whole journey. So for me, for example, my one-on-one in my groups are 12 weeks. I found for me, three months was that sweet spot. It wasn't too long, but wasn't too short either. So I found that that was where people were getting the best results. So my signature program and, and what I'm doing is generally three months and then people can extend with me. I have some clients have been with me for a year you know, or more. Uh, so first thing is to decide, okay, how long is it going to be? But you're never going to be able to say, okay, this is going to have every minute of session number one and every minute of session number two, because that's going to go out the window pretty quick. So it's good to have a rough idea where you're going with it, but your client's going to go in some different directions, which is fun because that's what actually makes coaching fun. So there's some clients that we went way off, you know, left field, but in a good way. And, and we learn a lot more as coaches that way as well. But uh, you're never going to have a, a really structured, rigid, every single minute of this is just not the way it's going to work. Just have something there. So you get that confidence, to get started. And then with every client, every group you do as well, you're going to get better and you're going to get better feel for it. So I used to have everything right down. like almost like a teleprompter. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to talk about this group. And now I have, you know, a few notes for references, but I can mostly go on just instinct and experience and stuff like that. And that comes with just with the experience of doing more of them. Awesome. So you work with a lot of coaches. I mean, you are the coach's coach. So tell me if you would, some of the different um, kind of styles that are a bit more unique. I mean, in, in just anything you want to talk about, because I, I, I am as a coach, you know, and I've been coaching since 2003 officially and prior to that unofficially. Um, you know, I've gone through so many different iterations of my practice and um, I, you know, I did go to school for it and in school we learned some things and I've done like professional development and that's like a whole, you know, everybody's got their own take on it. And the beautiful thing in my opinion is you really can do things as it suits you. For a long time, I was trying to fit into um, what people were saying, okay, you got to do this, then this, then this, then this. And like you said, it just doesn't work because it really is such a personal um, profession. So can you just talk about some of the, the variations and different ways that you've seen coaches be really successful in a practice? I know some coaches who ask question after question and stuff. I know that's really important for coaching. I'm probably, I'm not as much of that. In some ways I've had some people say, oh, it's kind of almost like consulting Mark with it. And I'm like, I don't care as long as I'm helping people. I'm not going to, you know, coaching, consulting, mentoring, whatever you want to call it. You know, I just want the people to get the results. But I know some coaches are very much, uh, why do you feel that way? you know, how long have you felt that way? And then they're quiet and stuff. And then there's coaches who are big on the woo woo. You know, I hired a coach once and we uh, did breathing exercises. I was a client. I, it was driving me nuts because, you know, I was tired of imagining tennis balls in my chest that were shrinking down to ping pong balls. I'm like, how do I get clients, you know? And he said, well, I think you need to visualize, Mark. Lay in bed for an extra hour a day and just dream of success. And I'm like, man, I'm all visualized out here. <laughs> like, how do I get some friggin' clients? All right, so that was just a short clip 
from our session during Business Building Rockstar Summit 2016. If you got value from that clip, I hope you'll head on over to bbrsummit.com to sign up for free for your past to hear the entire session as well as all of the other general sessions to help you build your business like a rock star. We've got amazing, amazing rock star speakers, and I know that you're going to get so much value out of it. So again, bbrsummit.com. Head on over, grab your free ticket. Until tomorrow really blown my mind. You've really blown the lid off of all of my expectations. I knew that anything you would do would have high integrity and lots of great, amazing content. If I know anything about what you bring to the table, I know that this year is going to floor everyone and I can't wait. The Business Building Rockstar Summit really became a part of my everyday business, became such an addiction. It was something that I'm using right now and something that I'm seeing results from immediately. I am so excited for BBRS 2016. This year is gonna be even bigger, even better, and I know that it's gonna make my business explode. I had a whole year to stew about everything that I learned last year, and now I need to learn new tricks, and Nicole's gonna give them to me. I have to say that from the summit, it has given me a level of confidence and that push that I needed to really get started. I was hoping that I would get some strategies to help me to decide which route to take. And I certainly did get that and a lot more. I don't know how you can do any better in 2016, to be perfectly honest. I thought that was fantastic. I've never seen that before in any of the summits that I've invested in in the past. This really has been a fantastic experience. What I was most looking for was something that would kick my business in the butt. I really needed some concrete details. And so, yes, the summit did deliver that, absolutely. There's a lot of things that I got that I wouldn't have done or gotten around to anytime soon if I hadn't participated in the summit. BBRS 2016 is one of the best, if not the best place to be in 2016 when you're about building businesses online.